welcome to this week's episode of Unscripted Energy. I am one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I'm joined by my co-host, Pat Jones. Unscripted Energy is a podcast focused on the healing properties of energy work integrated in everyday things in everyday life. Unscripted because it's just that. Unscripted, unedited authenticity from two people working in the field of energy and spiritual wellness. So tune in, not just to us, but to yourself and experience unscripted energy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Unscripted Energy. I am your host, one of your hosts, Nora Nopal, and I am joined with my co-host today, Pat Jones. How are you today, Pat? I am good, thank you. How are you doing? I am outstanding, thanks. I uh, Outstanding, all right. Outstanding. I can't complain, really. Um, not that it would do any good, but... I am doing outstanding. I think if we could all, you know, maybe have that frame of mind about about life and start every day like I feel outstanding, every day probably would yeah. be mostly outstanding. It makes a big difference, doesn't it? It does. What we say to ourselves. Absolutely does. I believe it does anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I do too. So, happy 2022, since this would be our... Like technically, I guess our second episode into twenty twenty two, but um, yeah, happy twenty twenty two, everybody. Yes. Yeah. Here we go. Here we Another go. Another year. Another year. So, as everybody knows, we kind of have a format. You've been listening long enough. If you haven't, here's how this works. We have this um, podcast here where it's called Unscripted Energy, where we pick a word. And we talk about that word. It's unscripted. We have no idea what we're going to talk about until we pull, not even not even when we pull the the word from our our word bank, and um, then we talk about it and how it relates to energy and in our body and our spirit and all of that. So I was just saying to Pat, oh boy, it's my turn to 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 pull the word this week. I I hope it's a word I like. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I don't. Let's see what you. Let's, let's see what, what I, happens. So the word I got was, oh, song. Song, S O N G, song, as in sing a song. Okay, wow. that's a that's a different one. I don't think we've had no. one quite like that before. Um, but let's no, see what it, our friends at the dictionary say. Our old, um, our dictionary friends, our dictionary friends, oh, guru of word. Um, let's see, song, a short poem or other set of words usually set to music or meant to be sung. Um, boy, well, the first thing that comes to mind, I don't want to get too deep into our conversation, but. 
I got to think of uh, the, the word kind of put me on the spot a little bit. That's part of the fun of being unscripted because now I've got to like it think is. quick on my feet. Um, so when we get ready to get into this, let's do our opening meditation around this idea of song. And you can probably think of a lot of different synonyms for song. Um, you know, one that comes to mind is uh, is ditty or melody or tune. Um, but let's uh, let's just drop in here for a moment before we get too deep into uh, what song might mean to us energetically. And if you're in a place where you can close your eyes, go ahead and do so because that helps you to look inward and to reflect on yourself. If you're not in a place where you're able to close your eyes, that's okay. Just allow yourself to listen. Maybe, um, you know, draw your gaze downward if you're able, or just allow the words to fall upon you wherever, wherever you are. And just begin to tune into your breath, that natural breath that comes in and out of your body. That's to be... Uh, tied to this word song, the air that you breathe is kind of your song of your life. It's that rhythmic in and out. It has its own tune, its own melody, its own rhythm, its own pace. And just notice how that breath flows. As you breathe in and you breathe out, you might even imagine like a musical stanza, the lines, the black lines with the notes. And as your song of life comes into your body, As you exhale, is it the same tune, the same melody, different pitches, different rhythms? Just observe it without judging it, that personal cadence of your own personal rhythm as you allow yourself to get centered and grounded in the song of you. Maybe you even hear a little earworm or a melody come into your mind Maybe it's lovely and sweet like a flute. Maybe it's bluesy like a harmonica. Or maybe it's more heavy metal. Whatever your song is, it's the song that's right for you. And take another 
final deep breath in to the song of yourself. Fill up your lungs. And this time when you exhale, allow it to just be audible and go, ah. And settle into that space as we prepare to talk today about this word song. And we'll explore it and discover together what song means to us. I'm sure there's so many different, different ways we can go with this. So settle in and discover with us. Namaste. You are good. <laughs> My hypnosis teacher used to say, you can make a script out of a lawn chair. And <laughs> she wasn't wrong. I believe wrong. that. <laughs> the, air, the air you breathe is the song of your life. Yeah. It's how you started that meditation. I have no idea where this stuff comes from. That, <laughs> that is beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank you. It's a t-shirt. Maybe it will be. Maybe it, it should be. The, yeah. The air you breathe is the song I'm, of your life. I'm writing this down. Is the song of your life. I think that is so cool, Nora. Well, thank you. Thank you. So when you... Wow. When you think about that song of your life, like the first thing that came to my mind was we all kind of have a, a song or many songs, you know, that like resonate with us. Like, like my kids, yeah. when I, when my kids and I used to go for rides, you know, and something would come on, my kids would say, that's, that's my jam, right? Like they would, uh, <laughs> yeah. that was, the, there was something that resonated with them. They could either dance to it or sing it or knew every word. You know, I think we all have like a lot of songs like that. That's like our song or yeah, like my husband and I have our song, you know, from when we were dating. And so those are kind of the first things that came to my mind um, when I saw the word. But then when I thought I have to transition to a meditation, I thought, how am I going to make that work? <laughs> that was the first well, thing you that came really... to my mind. Great job with making that work. And what during your meditation and that, you know, thinking about that song of your life and just everything that you were saying, I thought of the word flow mm -hmm. and I thought of the word vibration because song is sound, it's a vibration yep. and how it certain songs touch us so deeply. Yeah. And like you said, we all kind of have our, our jam, what, mm -hmm. what we like to listen to, what makes us sing and dance and, and or feel, feel happy. Yeah. Right. And somebody else might hear what we're listening to and be looking at us like, you like that, you know? The, um, do you have a song, Pat, you know? that, do you have a song, Pat, like, that you, you, you don't even have to hear the words. You hear the first, like, two or three chords, and you just go, 
you know, like it just oh, yeah. takes you somewhere. Oh, yeah. And I, there are certain songs that every single time I hear the song, I, I am crying. I get some tears at some point. I mean, it just, and, and some, some songs I feel like that where I, I always cry when I hear this song and I'm not even sure why, you know, it's, it's, it's really interesting and cool. And, and music to me is, uh, I mean, it's, it's its own energy work. Oh, absolutely. It, you know, it has been, it has been huge for me in my life. I, the one song that for me, and there's a, there, there's quite a few, but the one that stands out to me that I always, I hear the first, even hearing in my head right now, hearing the those first couple chords, you know, I, I physically feel like a kind of clip my throat, catch in my throat, you know, and that is um, Let It Be by the Beatles. Okay. So those first, yeah. those first couple, you know, yeah. dun, 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 dun. And I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. 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 It, it just does well, something right away, me. right away I go to Tom Petty. And if anybody knows me, they know I'm a huge Tom yeah. Petty fan. And um, the song I thought of that always makes me cry is Southern Accents by Tom Petty. Mm. Because I thought about it not that long ago. I'm like, Tom Petty singing about his mama just gets me every time. He wow. he says something in there about, you know, and prayer. And he's talking about this dream he had about his mama. And I'm just, it gets me every time. Wow. And also, uh, his songs, the lyrics have been, it's like, um, I don't know how to describe it. I think I've said before the gospel of Tom Petty because <laughs> some of the, and the, the life lessons and, and, uh, in one of his songs, he says, most things I worry about never happen anyway. Mm. Isn't that true? And <laughs> that is so true. And I've, I mean, I have used that for years and years. I know, use, I use it. I'm, I use it in a lot of my like, um, you know, l releasing fear trainings. Yeah. Mhm. Mm so different songs that resonate or you know touch you or help you, comfort you, um, that's the first thing that I think about. Songs are in so much of our life, you know, if you think about, yeah. um, you know, from religion to, um, you know, spirituals to, you know, weddings, um, they're, they're, yeah. They're, Hymns. yeah, there's their songs are like throughout our lives. I actually have a, a playlist. It's like the soundtrack of my life. There's like different songs in there okay. that have, you know, meant something to different periods of my life. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
I think that's so true. There's moments where we can, um, you know, look at, look back and kind of label different periods of our life and, and, and create our own soundtrack. Um, yeah. And when you, when you hear that song, like you hear a song on the radio from your, um, from that soundtrack of your life that mm. puts you right back in that moment. Oh yeah. And it, and it could be, you know, 30, 40 years ago, whatever. And, yeah. And you're right back there. And, and it's not just like those songs that evoke, you know, like, uh, that, you know, crying or emotion. Yeah, emotional. Like yeah. But, you know, you can think of like weddings, like, there's certain mm-hmm. songs that everybody just gets up and dances to, whether it's the line dances, you know. Yeah, or, yeah. Um, one, one song that Chris and I wouldn't, like, we, we were really strongly against having done at our wedding reception was the chicken dance because it's just overdone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's funny, yeah. and then it, it to some people, and... And to me, I was just over it. And I was like, no chicken dance. You have to promise yeah. me. He was like, no, I work for you. And my um, my my best friend's mom, who I also call mom, insisted because it was a tradition in their family, insisted. And for probably a really? yeah, <laughs> at least four times she asked us if we would please just make an exception. And finally, I caved and... <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. that's funny. She, it meant so much to her for us to do the chicken dance with her, so we did. But yeah, there's songs like that that really like get you pumped up. Like I also have like a playlist, oh, yeah. you know, to work out to or when I used to run. Um, you know, I yeah, have a song list in my head. Just makes you want to move in some way, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or there's a... There's a, and I can't think of them right now, but there's a couple of songs when I was making the transition three years ago to, you know, start my own business and as a full time thing, um, that my husband would say, This song reminds me of where you are right now in life. Um, the, um, if I think of the song, um, I'll maybe I'll post it on our Facebook page because I like to do that sometimes, but. When I can't, yeah. when I can't recall it, because again, unscripted, I can't recall it right now. Um, like I can hear it in here, but I can't think of the name of the song. Yeah. But um, yeah. It's um, uh, interesting. It's just. So, do you do you remember why you wrote this word down to put in the word bank? Mm-mm. It, no. Okay. No. I just wondered. No, I have no idea. And, there, yeah, I wrote like it. Certain... I wrote it down. It didn't come from anybody. It was one of yeah, mine. Yeah. Yeah. No idea. No, that's it. That's interesting too. It just kind of mm-hmm. was uh, a. Yeah. yeah there. Um, you were, you were telling me about a song when be was it maybe right before we started doing this, and you had. Um, mentioned a song that that um you and chris like there was something about that song for you and chris and of course i can't remember of the song that like that's our song yeah well so we have we have a couple of songs 
but our our main song that we call our song is a song called that was on a Toby Keith album that um like never made it to airplay like it was one of you know like the b-side or whatever of an album um it's called you leave me weak and it has like certain hidden kind of meanings in it like um but you know and I sang it to him when we when we danced our first song our first dance mm -hmm. at, our, at our wedding mm -hmm. um so that's the song that we consider to be our song but um some people in in, in the family who um are no longer with us they um did, they thought that the song was a little risque okay <laughs> you know maybe that maybe that that was their um I don't think it's risque, but I could see some their impression. Yeah, yeah, but um, I also did a a drawing for my husband as a wedding gift, um, all those years ago. It hangs in our bedroom, and uh, certain certain family members also didn't didn't take too well to it because it was scandalous. It was a scandalous drawing. Uh oh. I will admit to that 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 drawing is a bit scandalous. There's a there's a lot wrong with that drawing, but it's, it's personal. <laughs> it is personal. <laughs> it's intimate. <laughs> it, it it is an intimate for uh, drawing that I did. Um, but yeah, I you know you live and you learn. You know the um, but the song like the lyrics they're not anything like, I don't know they're not anything I would consider bad. But, um, again, I also drew a scandalous picture for my husband as a wedding <laughs> gift. So, what the hell do I know? <laughs> so, like, the first, um, I hope Mr. Keith doesn't mind. I'll read you a few of the lyrics. The, I'll, I'll read you the ones that are deemed scandalous. Um. And so for those of you listening at home that, you know, maybe have tender ears or maybe you should tune out for right now. So the, the, there's a, the second stanza says, you know, put my hands upon your skin. It warms me to the touch. It's all that I can think about while we're making love is the, is I'm the only one who knows how passionate you get about all of our deepest little secrets that we've kept. And so every couple has secrets. But that particular yeah. line means something to me because my husband, um, you know, and I, you know, we know each other's strong suits and weaknesses and and things like that. But that and, and then the line right after that says, um, you know, as the night gets longer, girl, you just get stronger and you pour yourself all over me is, is the one is the part that people took exception to. <laughs> well, so, there you go. That was our wedding song. Okay. Look it up on YouTube. It's out there. It's a great song. That's, yeah, we can't play anything here. We don't have that kind of budget. We don't have. <laughs> we don't we have, have no that kind of budget. I don't even know what the, like the legal like length is, you know, because we just don't have that kind of budget. Nope. Uh, the other song that I was um, talking about that my husband said was kind of like my battle anthem for starting my business and taking a stance wow. and. Um, yeah. That song that came to me was called, it's called, um, I don't want to get it wrong. It's Uprising by Muse. 
I believe. Yeah, I don't know that song. Yeah. See, I have to write these down so I can play them later. I never know if it's Uprising by Muse or Muse by Uprising, but either way, it's one of those. <laughs> if you Google it, you'll find it. Oh, that's, that's the But way it's it one is. of those, like, really, like, fast-paced, like, anthem kind of songs, you know, like, mm -hmm. um, they will not force us. They will stop degrading us. They will not control us. We will be victorious. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's a, a power anthem. Song. Like, I'm, something's going to happen. You're going to flip a switch or a table or something. It's going to get real in a few seconds. It's going to yeah. get real up in here. It is. <laughs> With Haven Hypnosis. That's right. <laughs> we're, taking the, we're taking the world by storm. Yeah. So, yeah. It, it, those songs can but, have so much so, energy, right? I mean, Yeah, so anyway. I was just going to say that it can really get you going. And, you know, they can kind of bring you down a little bit sometimes, and they can get you going. They can, yeah, I mean, it's, it touches the emotions. Yeah. Which is energy in motion, emotion. Emotion, energy in motion. You heard it here. Yeah. Uh, so you... it's, um, it's a, like I said, the, it's almost like its own energy work. When you and, and songs will hit you in energetically, yeah, in like in different places, like depending on the lyrics or the you know the sound vibration themselves. They you know like at the end of the meditation, even like that I did when I did that audible mm -hmm. exhale to kind mm -hmm. of ground and center. You know, um, as anybody who is practices yoga and knows the yogic sounds, um, you know, there's varying um varying sounds depending on the the uh the chakra or you know the center that the meridian that they're working on so you know uh, song in and of itself you know sometimes it has lyrics sometimes it doesn't you know you think of classical music and those are all still very moving um and have energetic properties you know that emotion energy and motion yeah. Yeah, I I actually like to start my day with music. Me too. And, uh, and I go in different uh, spurts of what that might be. Um, and here over the last, I don't probably, tw I would say 2020 changed what I listened to quite a bit wow really um, yeah what did you listen um, to before um heavy well, metal it, heavy yeah, she was no. a closet heavy metal person i that's one genre that i've never really gotten into um and i'm you know uh uh well you had mentioned mr petty yeah i'm i'm a 70s in fact um, someone said to me one time, you're stuck in the seventies. I'm like, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, so I do like that, um, era and, um, and I like, um, oh gosh, I mean, I could, I could name bands, but I, 
you know, <laughs> probably won't get into that. But um, what I was thinking of was that I, somewhere along the line, discovered um, uh, Kirtan, Krishna Das, and chanting. Oh, yeah, yeah. And um, so a lot of times that's how I start my day is with some chanting. Yeah. And, you know, it's it's kind of different, mm-hmm. but I really, I really that's like great. it. And, yeah. And the other thing, in 2020, I needed something, I needed a change, I needed something different, and I was listening to a lot of opera. Oh, really? Never, yeah, I really opera. had never done before. Opera's not but, something I've been able to get into, but that's really interesting yeah. that you discovered that. Yeah, and um, one of the reasons was, and I, I'm also um, a movie buff. I watch a lot of movies, mm-hmm. and um, there's a song, an opera song in the movie Philadelphia with Tom Hanks, mm-hmm. and for some reason that that scene in that movie popped out at me and I just love that that scene in the movie and that opera song (laughs) and I forgot about that scene yeah yeah Yeah, and I just I played that and then I you know got into listening to different ones from that woman that that singer and I don't know, it was just, so, I needed something different, mm. I guess. And so that's, you know, I just kind of ride the wave of, you know, what what's touching my spirit or something at, at the time. And, and, um, and, and, <laughs> and I go in these spurts of, um, I'll play something over and over and over and over. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. So yeah, it's kind of it's kind of funny. Yeah, I listen to I listen to uh, songs when I'm when I'm doing the dishes because it just seems to make chores or any kind of chores really. It just seems to make things go faster mm-hmm. when mm-hmm. you know you're you're doing that. You know, a lot. And and we talked about this actually off. I think off the air last week about the idea of sound healing you know and yeah and sound energy and how it can be used for therapeutic purposes you know like um Mm -hmm. even like ultrasounds when they're using it for like diagnostic purposes you know that sound vibration is used is utilized in in the medicine world um you know and Usually, like, you know, that introduction or that utilization of, of sound is what they use in ultrasounds to detect whether or not there's, like, a tumor present. Mm-hmm. Um, or if there's other substances in the human body, as they bounce off of them, it emits those echoes, which is where you see the, you know, the lines in the charts and so forth. And so, you know, sound in it, sound songs, any of, like, that variation, the therapeutic healing and properties of it just... I think that part just amazes me. Like, I don't, 
it's just kind of starting to really be looked at from a healing standpoint that there's these to understand that there's these certain frequencies that can heal the human body that something about that fascinates me yeah and in in qigong we've i've learned healing sounds and mm. the the healing sounds are purging so we mm. use we use that vibration to clear stagnant energy out of the body that makes sense so, because you know when you yeah. you know you think of um I think of the image like when you get when you get angry, right, and you just want to scream, and how kind of freeing that feels to some people, right? Um, or people that are angry and frustrated, they, you know, you get that that sigh, that breathy or, sigh, yeah, yeah, you know, they kind of let that. You just kind of they let that out. Do that a couple of times, right? Mm-hmm. And you just feel that. that tension leave your shoulders yeah and how freeing that is you know make when going back to the ultrasound thing for just a moment um and i think we're gonna we're gonna take a break and come back to this i'm sorry i keep clearing my throat everyone but um i keep drinking water over here on the side to try to clear out the frog in my throat but i think the frog wants to sing and get involved (laughs) so you're hearing my clearing my throat um, but going back to the ultrasound thing, it makes sense that sound would have such a have an effect on us when our bodies are or seventy percent water, mm-hmm. you know, and sound hits us in a certain way. It's absolutely going to affect us, mm-hmm. like that ripple yeah. in the pond. Yeah. Um, in very powerful, powerful ways. Um, you know, not in in one of the things I think that kind of resonated with me when we were talking about this is that. You know, what about the the people who are not able to, um, not able to hear? You can still be, a, being that you're 70% water, you still can be affected by song and by the vibration and so forth. So many people who can't, who maybe are, are hearing impaired or are deaf, um, can still experience that healing power and the healing vibration, um, because, you know, because from the vibration, you know, so we're going to come back. We're going to pause with that for a minute. When we come back, we're going to expand on this idea of, um, you know, this idea of the powerful ways of, of healing. So healing through song and sound. So stay tuned. All right. So welcome back. Welcome back. We were talking about the idea of songs that heal um you know we this morning when we were recording this we've been kind of talking about this whole idea of how songs make us feel and um, whether it's like an anthem to pump us up or you know uh, a love song or something to get you in a particular mood whatever that mood might be um you know whether it's anything from hymns to operas uh, we've been talking about this morning so um, I wanted to kind of start back off there about this whole idea, you know, about like the therapeutic realm of it. You know, sound therapy is, is a thing, and Pat and I talked a little bit about that. Um, it can help with 
with so many things, you know, just this morning, um, I was trying to think of like singer songwriters, um, that when we touched a little bit on that, but singer songwriters, it really kind of evoked that like emotion. Mm -hmm. And one of the first ones that came to my mind, other than the Beatles, and you talked about Tom Petty, was Adele. I yes. Anything Adele, like, she opens her mouth and she can just, you know, not say words. And and yeah. I just go, oh. <laughs> well, and oh. it's her life, you know. Yeah. Or it's her life in song. Yeah. Everything, you know, every the gamut of emotions that she's feeling is in her songs. Absolutely. That's you know, a good example. Yeah, Adele's a good example. Um, you know, and I can think of, you know, I can think of some like, like country singers, like I grew up listening to. That's what they write about. People write about their lives. Yes. You know, a, a good friend of mine, an area, um, an area songwriter and and performer, Scott Scott Steyer. You know, that's what he does. He writes about his life, and he t he's talked a little bit about how you know, and and, and Tony Schaefer, he's another songwriter that we know. Um, you know, as Scott's talked about, you know, how his songwriting process, and sometimes it like he could be at the eye doctor waiting in the waiting room. And he'll have to get like a piece of paper, right? Because he's got a melody in his head and a song, a lyric comes to him and he's got to write it down. Something comes in, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I've had, I've had light bulb moments like that too and, and have often thought it would be really fun to, I've written a couple of songs. I haven't done anything with them, but you know, music is just very, very healing. Um, on a lot of different levels. Yeah. Yeah. Is there, um, I know we touched again a little bit on this, but, um, I don't necessarily think that music has to necessarily correlate with any perception of time or a person's life in order to evoke that emotion. Like, you know, you hear a certain song and it maybe doesn't always take you back to your childhood or, but it just, you just feel something you just feel a deep mm -hmm. emotional connection mm -hmm. like i don't know what she's talking about enrolling in the deep but it yeah. <laughs> you know it gets me a certain way um yeah and that's interesting thought too that sometimes you hear a song and it's like what is this about what are you know or what were they feeling when they wrote this mm -hmm. you know yeah so there's there's another song it, it and it has no lyrics to it and I think it's I think it's pronounced adagio a d a g i o um, it's a string uh, yes. com composition um, I know it yeah <laughs> it is doesn't amazing. it yeah that was in a movie that was in a movie too oh was it that was in I believe Apocalypse Now. Oh my yeah okay, I have to look. I'll have to look into that. But or Full Metal Jacket or one of those Vietnam. It's it's movies. It's yep. one of those songs that I just hear those first few like little 
movements of yeah. it and I think they're called movements for a reason. I'm not a musician, yeah. but man, Adagio it's, it's, is another one that's just like it has no words. It doesn't it have stops to. Me, stops me in my tracks. Mm -hmm. And I I can almost guarantee I'll be playing it all weekend now because I haven't <laughs> listened to that. Me I too. I haven't listened to that for a long time and it is amazing. It is. It's it and it's so if, I'll spell it again for those of you listening to this podcast later. A D A G I O Adagio. Um some some titles might say Adagio for strings. I know there's a really good composition out there by Samuel Barber that if anybody wants to look into any of those, it's anybody who does it I I'm sure will do it justice. But yeah, it's it's amazing. And I actually have it in I have it in one of my I have a I have so many playlists for so many reasons. Um, I have playlists for no reasons at all. So, yeah. so I had to look it up. It's, the movie that that is in is in Platoon. Platoon. So oh, you knew it had some kind of. I knew feel it was like a that. Um, Vietnam War movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Adagio is a good one. But yeah, there, I'm sure anybody who's listening can correlate those songs you know either either to those places in your life maybe you know I, I know um you know there's a the Eric Clapton song you know um what is it um Tears in Heaven mm -hmm. that a lot of people like when I first heard that song I think I thought what a lot of people thought which was you know that that song is about you know somebody who was here and you know they've passed on to spirit and then you get there and like do, do they recognize me now that I'm in this form when in all honesty it was actually I, you know it was written for his child his, he has a child that had passed but um, some people relate that to like their child's spirit before they get here you know as you know um, like when they're in you know they're they're in the womb and you know or, you know, making their transition to, to being, con to conception, rather. Um, I've heard people say that that song means something to them. You know, will that, how will that, that spirit entity know that I'm supposed to be its parent? And I think that's really kind of a moving thing as a parent to, to think about. Um, yeah, there's so many songs, I think, that we could, we could probably sit down and write our playlist for our life, like I said, I have. Um, I've taken songs out of playlists that no longer hold weight, you know what I mean? Like you work through something and you're like, I don't, that song just hits me different now and I don't want to hear it anymore. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I have those and also sometimes you're in a place to hear it and some days you're like, oh, I can't listen to that today. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely songs like that, like, like there's one every year. We, you know, having just gotten through, um, you know, the the holidays. Um, every year at my house, growing up, we couldn't play "I'll Be Home for Christmas." That was one Christmas song that my mom just couldn't handle. Yeah, yeah. She lost two classmates in Vietnam. Um, and then I think it was shortly either her senior year or shortly after her senior year, her, one of her really good friends was 
was killed and so that all that happened like in a few months time and it was just apparent to her that not everybody's going to be home for Christmas. Yeah, yeah. And that was especially, I think, that was one this year that I was just like, I couldn't listen to because it took me back to how painful it was for her to experience that and having, not that I knew the gentleman that we lost from our area, but we lost a soldier from, uh, or excuse me, a sailor from our area. Um, He was one of the 13 that perished in um, the deadly attacks in Afghanistan and that was one song that we just didn't play here this year either because we knew that there was an area of family that that wasn't true for and uh, so there's songs like that that you just you, you, you hear them and you just maybe have to turn them off because it's just too much yeah just too much and it's there again that emotion that is attached to a song um, and it can be so powerful well I think of immediately when I was thinking of, of Max in there for a second that's the name, name of, the, of the sailor that passed in our area um, when I was thinking of that the next song that came to my mind was Lee Greenwood you know God bless the USA mm-hmm. and I think over the years even that song has had different taken on different meaning for me you know sometimes it's a lot stronger sometimes not so much you know but that's another song that's like kind of gets me sometimes yeah me too and that that's one of those songs that I think we have um, experienced throughout our lifetime Mm-hmm. At, you know, at different important times, yeah. and that that holds a lot of meaning, and and, um, and it's certain times when you hear it, it can really um, bring up that emotion with it. What about the stars, the Star Spangled Banner, or national anthem? Well, that just makes me think of after nine eleven. Oh my God! And yeah. how different everything was, and you know that fall—I I can't remember for how long afterwards. I mean, mm-hmm. the patriotism was at its highest level in our country, and every time you heard the Star Spangled Banner, we were probably getting choked up absolutely more and and maybe more so depending on who you know depending on who sang it because I can tell you there's renditions like Whitney Houston's is the most famous one oh my gosh I just thought of that too that's like the ultimate right there yeah yeah there's a couple that are like that that you just go Mm -hmm. oh that just gives me chills I just have chills Mm -hmm. just thinking about that yeah yeah that was such a moment Absolutely, absolutely, you know, um, and and there's, you know, you think about songs, you know, there's voices like that, that mm-hmm. thankfully we have these recordings and that they, they, they graced us with their gift of song because, oh, you know, okay. they're not with us anymore, but we have that, you know, to kind of... 
and that's it. There, and people like that, I have felt over the years when you hear certain things that that is coming directly from God. It is oh yeah, such a God given talent that you have that moment when you hear it. It's like it's, it's yeah. There's just nothing, nothing like it. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, that's one talent that I, you know, I, I didn't get. I don't play an instrument. I sing in the shower, in the karaoke, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm right there with you. <laughs> well, she's not literally like there in the shower with me when. No. <laughs> when I'm singing, for those of you, you listening at home. <laughs> I meant the not singing part. <laughs> <laughs> or not playing an instrument part. Not playing an instrument part. <laughs> yeah, yeah, as much as I love music, I never have ever tried to play an instrument. I've always wanted to play piano, and he doesn't know this yet, but I might reach out to uh, uh, another area musician. He's posted on Instagram a couple of days ago to contact him for piano lessons. Um, so, if you're listening to this podcast later, uh, Grandpa, Matt Beebe, um, I might be contacting you because <laughs> I've always wanted to learn to play, and boy, if he thinks he can teach me at almost 50, then Matt Beebe's got a talent that we all need to learn, I guess. You know, that's funny that you say that, because I've always wanted to play the piano. Yeah. I started it with Oregon, like when I was just self-taught like I remember my parents got me like a keyboard or something for Christmas and I would play on that thing forever I even had music which I couldn't read music but I still can't um but I I sat there and I boy I pretended like I I held I held church service whenever anybody would listen to it right there in the living room I didn't know what I was doing, but my dad didn't care. My dad, my dad could play guitar, and when I say could play, and Pat's seeing the look on my face right now, um, I think he might have known. He might have really only known two chords, maybe. Um, but gosh, he tried real hard. My uncle Clifford would um, be real patient and try to play down to my dad's level. My Uncle Clipper was a fa fantastic guitar player. And, um, but yeah, my, my dad my dad tried real hard and I've got some really good videos and cherished memories of the two of them playing together and they make me smile. Because my dad also thought he could sing, but we, let, we never told him any different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, singing, you know, singing yep. is, good thing to do, even if, you know, even if it doesn't sound like Whitney Houston, I mean, I think that's why, why we never told him, because my gosh, the minute he, he'd get his guitar out, you know, and my mom and I would just kind of look at each other like, oh boy, this is what we're in for, <laughs> but none of us, none of us would say, I don't know that she ever said that to him out loud, I, she did, I, it was the it was the one kind moment I think that I'll just hold on to because she wasn't always nice. Um, but I don't think any of us ever told him because he'd get that guitar out and he'd have such joy on his face. Yeah, yeah. 
that yeah. he was going to do something really grand and big and and wonderful right now, and he just went along with it. Yeah, that makes you happy, you know? It did. It did. The whole second half of my graduation party video is nothing about my, my dad and my aunt and my uncle Clifford singing gospel hymns. Really? And yeah, I mean, as 18, 17, 18 years old, I wasn't, you know, right. you're like, but I look back at it now, and it's just an, it's an, it's endearing because I don't have any of those three people with me now. Yeah, yeah, and that's such a great thing to have that on video. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's good. Music is good. Songs, most songs are good. People have asked me too. You know, we touched on this a little bit. You know, do you? Is there a genre that you don't like that you don't like I don't think there's one that I don't necessarily don't like there's genres I don't necessarily listen to like I don't listen to gangster yeah. rap okay but I don't not not like it you know I, I understand its place in culture and in history and in all of that so I don't not like it I just don't maybe listen to all of it but if you ever pull up in front of me, you know, at a, you're across from me or next to me at a stoplight, don't be surprised. You see that car with the dragonfly on it and my hair's flying because <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody comes on and there's that moment. There you go. All Wayne and Garth. Little yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yellow. There's some definitely definite movers in there. I, yeah, you can, and, and everybody listening can probably think of at least a half dozen songs now that come to their, come to mind that just get you moving, mm -hmm. or make you clap, you know, you know, think about baseball games, right, Sweet yeah. Caroline, everybody's yeah. singing it now in the seventh <laughs> inning, that was never a thing until recently, but everybody's a everybody's a fan singing sweet caroline when the seventh inning comes around or take me everybody, out to the ball game everybody knows the words and if they don't that you sure don't know it because right. <laughs> um, you just fake it Every, everybody knows <laughs> the bump 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 part so they <laughs> that's always the loudest right yeah oh and it's just fun it is fun it's a fun thing in life. It's a fun thing to enjoy. It is. It is. So, I think that's more. I'm gonna. That's gonna be my takeaway. That you, my homework for our listeners. You know, think of those maybe six songs right now that you know make you feel something. Yeah. You know, whether it's happy or not necessarily. We want you to feel sad, but just evoke that emotion that makes you just feel that joy for for a living, right? Those anthems of your life and, you know, what those might be right now. And they'll change depending on where you are with your life. That's and it's something that, you know, if you're feeling down, you're having a rough day, you know, it's it's something that can shift your, your mood. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's a, a great tool to use. It is. It absolutely is. So with that, 
What's that, Pat? For a little boost. For a little boost. And sometimes, you know, what helps too is like if you, you have a favorite song that just really makes you smile, print out like the stanza of the lyrics that really get you and frame it and put it up somewhere. You know, because that's easy enough. It's copy paper. You can change that out, you know, when the mood strikes you or whatever. But I've done that before. Like, I've had song lyrics that I just kind of put up and look at them and read them. Um, yeah. I, I write down... I write down little snippets of song lyrics all the time that's things that speak to me yeah good day sunshine is one that like popped in my head that's why I said that because I have a um I have a sweater that my husband got me a couple years ago that says um, hello sunshine on it but whenever I wear it it um makes me think of that song good day sunshine it's just a happy feel good song yeah so well you thinking of an activity that you want to help us to uh, wrap up on today? Sure. I'll just have to think of something here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> well, while I put her on the spot, we'll take a quick we'll take a quick break and then give Pat a second to think about right. what we'll do. So when we come back, we will do just that. We will do our ending activity all around this idea of song. So stay tuned. have a word you want Pat and I to consider for a future episode? You can leave it on our Facebook page at Unscripted Energy or email us at unscriptedenergy at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Well, welcome back. So here as we wrap up this podcast for today, We've been talking about this idea of songs and how songs make us feel and the energetic properties of, you know, feeling are right there. Um, You know, we we think about feeling, they're centered there in the heart chakra. Um, And we could get into a whole lesson about the different areas of where feelings actually like live and are rooted in and bubble up from. But when we think about feeling and emoting feelings, it all kind of centers there in our heart chakra. And I think, Pat, you talk about maybe wanting to lead us in an activity about kind of uh, working with the energy there in our heart center. So take it away. What do you got okay. for us? All right. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yes, the, the heart is um, the middle dantian in traditional Chinese medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's our heart center and when I think of song um, I think about how songs touch my heart yeah so I thought we would um, there's actually a, a acupressure point right in the center of the chest and um, something you can do if you're in a place where you can it quietly and we'll do just a little um, work on this acupressure point Um, back of the hands together fingertips at the center of the heart and you just press in lightly and circle and you can you can kind of move your 
fingers around a little bit, but right, right in the center of the heart and just breathe into that area. And this is a point for emotional balance. And really, in a way, that's what music and song is able to do for us sometimes, is help us balance. And a nice deep breath into that, that point. And then bring your hands down, just put your hands gently in your lap and focus on the heart center. Feeling that, that soothing energy that a song can give. Turn your day around. Lift your spirits make you smile, make you want to get up and dance. Think of a loved one that maybe you haven't seen in a long time, a reminder of a person you've lost. simply something that makes you feel joy in that moment. And that's another thing a song can do. It can bring us into that beautiful present moment. Whatever it is that song makes you feel. hands up over the heart feeling that that joy and presence and balance in this moment Taking that feeling with you into the rest of your day. Namaste. Namaste. That was beautiful. It was so light and freeing. It was kind of like a warm blanket on this January day. Yeah. Yeah, I feel I feel kind of warm in my chest. That's yeah. <clears throat> Me too. Thank you for that. You're welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. And uh, we will we will end this podcast in the way that we do every week. Thank you guys for tuning in this week and listening and and sharing with us and 
this journey. Uh, we so enjoy it. Stay well. Be well. Peace. Until next time. You have been listening to Unscripted Energy, a podcast by hosts Nora Noble and Pat Jones. The viewpoints on Unscripted Energy are those solely of the hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of our followers or commentators. Thank you for tuning in to Unscripted Energy.